Hello and welcome to a lecture for the 16th annual Kosciuszko Chair Conference and the fourth Oscar Halitsky Symposium. This year's virtual conference and speakers will focus on the topic of the intermarium and trimarium concepts and new realities. Today's joint virtual symposium is organized by the Institute of Oral Politics and the Oscar Halitsky Institute in commemoration of the 50th anniversary of the passing away of Professor Oscar Halitsky. For those who are new, IWP is a graduate school of national security, intelligence, and international affairs. We offer a doctoral program, seven master's degree programs, including two online MAs, and 18 certificates of graduate study. If you're interested in learning more about us, please feel free to visit us at iwp.edu. On behalf of IWP, I'd like to thank all of our supporters who make IWP events possible. Today, we'll be hearing from Professor Merrick Cornat. Merrick Coynot is a historian. He graduated with his PhD from the Jagiellonian University in Krakow in 2000 and subsequently obtained the title of Professor of Humanities in 2015. His scholarly activity focuses on the history of Polish diplomacy and international relations in the 19th and 20th centuries, as well as the issue of Second Polish Republic. He also deals with the history of Polish political thought the historiography of totalitarian regimes, and the origins and significance of the Sovietology. Since 2011, he has been employed by the Institute of History of the Polish Academy of Sciences as head of the chair of the 20th century history. Since 2008, he has also been lecturing at the Cardinal Stefan Wyszynski University in Warsaw. He has delivered lectures at foreign research centers, including Centre National de la Research Scientifique in Paris, Hiram Institute at Columbia University in New York, and the Institute for Wissenschaften von Menschen in Wien, as well as Europische Institute in Menz. He has been granted scholarships by the Foundation of Polish Sciences, the D. Brzezzi. Lenskorski Foundation, the Kosciuszko Foundation, and the British Academy. He is the author of 10 books and over 300 articles concerning the above issues. Please welcome Professor Merrick Coronat. Ladies and gentlemen, I will be speaking today on Professor Oskar Halecki, one of the most important figures in Polish historiography in the 20th century. I think that there are generally three reasons of such a state of matter. First of all, Halecki belongs to the most recognized personalities of Polish historiography in the world. He was devoted ambassador of Polish historical sciences uh, abroad. Secondly, Halewski tried to combine two fields of research. I mean, Polish history, of course, especially modern Polish history. And secondly, the European common history, especially the history of the church. And last but not least, Halecki was not only a political historian, the historian of government, historian of legal institutions, 
historians of the church, historians of, diplo historian of diplomacy. Uh, but first of all, he was the uh, historical thinker. He had Christian philosophy uh, of history. He was devoted partisan of the Christian idea of man and Christian idea uh, of history. Let me say some words on his biography in the uh, early years and next in the last years of Habsburg monarchy and in the independent uh, Poland. Halecki was born in 1891 in the family of Austrian military, Oskar Alois Halecki, uh, who was uh, employed in the uh, Austro-Hungarian army uh, as a uh, general field marshal. And he was probably uh, Germanized, but he recovered Polish, rediscovered Polish uh, origins, and uh, this was very important for his son, uh, Oscar, uh, uh, who became a renowned historian. Mother of Halecki was a Croatian uh, uh, aristocrat, Leopoldina uh, uh, Delimanic, and I think that in this family, the Catholic confession was very important, was very important for the outlook, for the uh, um, political and uh, social vision of the world. Uh, the uh, family of Haleckis uh, was uh, known, was recognized in the Grand Duchy of Lithuania. Uh, some of them, some of the representatives of this family uh, uh, obtained uh, dignitaries uh, in the um, uh, position of dignitaries in the uh, Grand Duchy uh, of Lithuania. The young, uh, young Halecki, uh, young Oskar Halecki uh, obtained uh, until uh, the 10th year only domestic education. After this uh, period, uh, he enters the uh, gymnasium in Vienna, gymnasium, gymnasium of uh, Fathers Benedictines. It was named Schotten Gymnasium, and he uh, uh, obtained education in this uh, school between uh, 1,101 and 1,909, uh, eight years of classical uh, gymnasium in Austria. After this time, he decided to study history. He entered uh, at the uh, Jagiellonian University. Uh, his choice was history. It was at the historical uh, faculty. Halecki studied uh, for four years uh, since uh, 100, uh, 1909 to uh, 1913 
and this was this was the uh, ex ex uh, intensive period in Halecki's uh, life, uh, especially he uh, listened the lectures of renowned professors of uh, uh, the Krakow uh, University. Let me mention two names especially. First of them, it was Professor Wacław Sobieski. Professor Wacław Sobieski was the key figure of uh, Polish modern history uh, taught at the Jagiellonian University. And second of them was Stanisław Krzyżanowski, who lectured so-called auxiliary sciences of historical science at the Krakow uh, University. Uh, in 1913, it is uh, just before uh, the outbreak of the First World War, Oskar Halecki uh, passed the exams, uh, doctoral exams, and he obtained doctoral degree at this university. The topic of his doctoral dissertation is very significant in my opinion. It was a study entitled in Polish Zgoda Sandomierska, in the other words, uh, uh, Sandomierz Agreement of 1570. And this was a first monography of this successful episode in Polish uh, uh, Reformation uh, history. Let me say some words on it. Uh, Zgoda Sandomierska or Sandomierz Agreement, uh, it is, a, uh, it is a, an understanding between different confessions of Polish Protestants, only Protestants, it was limited to Protestants, uh, in the um, period of the most intensive development of the uh, Reformation. Uh, Halecki, uh, uh, in this time, was a young scholar. Uh, he had uh, doctoral, uh, successful doctoral uh, uh, degree, and he tried to uh, start historical uh, research. And in my opinion, it was very fateful for him to choose uh, the Jagiellonian, uh, the Jagiellonian uh, dynastic union between Kingdom of Poland and the Grand Duchy of Lithuania. Uh, Halecki uh, worked uh, on this uh, problem preparing a, a study, a new study, which was entitled uh, Ostatnie lata Świdrygieły, the last years of Świdrygailo. Uh, under this uh, title, we have a chapter to the history of Polish-Lithuanian uh, Union in the critical period when the possible rapture uh, was real uh, after the death of the king, Władysław Jagiełło, uh, in uh, 1434. And a study on Świdrygiełło uh, became a subject of the habilitation degree of uh, Halecki, and it was successfully, successfully obtained. This degree was successfully obtained in 1916, let me say that Halecki 
had only uh, 33 years in this time. The work on Schwindrigiewo was uh, successfully uh, adopted and evaluated by professors uh, of the uh, Jagiellonian University, professors of, histo of history, and uh, as a uh, habilitant, Halecki had uh, a first lecture, habilitation lecture, so-called habilitation lecture in December 1916. In this uh, lecture, he developed a program of the future research on uh, Polish-Lithuanian dynastic union on the uh, large commonwealth of multinations, which was uh, which was organized uh, after the uh, successful union uh, between two states and the Jagiellonian uh, dynastic. Why uh, why uh, the Jagiellonian uh, union was so important uh, for Halecki. In my opinion, there are many reasons for it. First of all, uh, he was convicted that in the time of uh, reconstitution of Poland, because the First World War uh, uh, permitted to uh, see a possibility of uh, the reconstitution of the uh, Polish state. In this state of matter, it was very important to see historical past, to see historical experience uh, of multinational and multi-confessional uh, state. This was the main reason of Halewski's choice to start the work on uh, the Jagiellonian Union. Secondly, the Jagiellonian Union, in Halewski's view, is the very good example of peaceful expansion. Peaceful expansion of the Western civilization and especially Catholic uh, religion in the Eastern Europe. This is absolutely unique experience without extermination, without discrimination, without military uh, measures. Uh, a new great uh, uh, territories were uh, converted. People on these territories were converted to Catholic uh, religion, to uh, Western uh, Christendom. And last but not least, for Halecki, it, is, was, it was very important for Halecki to study uh, the uh, problem which had no enough uh, historiographic, uh, historiographic work in uh, Polish, in, and not only Polish uh, historiography. Uh, Jagiellonian, uh, Jagiellonian Union was a, a discussive, sometimes controversial problem in Polish historical thought. Uh, let me say that uh, historians of so-called Krakow, uh, Krakow school, I mean Professor Bobzinski especially, they criticized the Jagiellonian Union, uh, saying that it was uh, not a good idea to expand uh, so largely in the Eastern Europe for Poland, because it produced, produced some kind of disintegration of the country, of the Commonwealth 
in 1917 and especially 18 centuries. For Halecki, the Jagiellonian period was very optimistic. It was a very optimistic uh, experience for Polish uh, uh, historical consciousness. It, uh, it, was, uh, it was a time when Poland became a great power in European constellation of powers. And the Jagiellonian Union uh, was also a title of Poland to his place in uh, common history, in the world history, uh, because uh, this was absolutely uh, unimaginable to um, peacefully expand, to peacefully expand uh, on uh, pagan territories the uh, Christian, uh, Christian uh, confession without any uh, use of force. Uh, it is it is very important for uh, Polish uh, history in uh, Halecki's view. After habilitation, after so successful habilitation, Halecki started the work on the Jagiellonian Union, and he produced and published two volumes, two two volumes under the title in Polish Dzieje Unii Jagiellońskiej, the history of Jagiellonian Union. First of them, first volume was published in 1919, second one year later. Uh, let me uh, mention that in this time we had a turbulent, turbulent period in Polish uh, history. We had the war against uh, Soviets, Soviet invasion of Poland and the battle for Warsaw in summer 1920. Uh, Halecki was a candidate just before before the problem, uh, before the, this uh, work, Halecki was the candidate to the employment at the Jagiellonian University. However, the other candidate was nominated. It was uh, well known and also renowned historian Władysław Konopczyński. In this time, Halecki was employed in in not in Kraków but in Warsaw at the Warsaw University, which was reorganized and polonized uh, after the, uh, under German occupation during the First World War. In 1916, the Warsaw, Polish Warsaw University started uh, its activity and Halecki was employed as a chief of the Department of uh, Eastern European History and he lectured Eastern European history for all interwar era since 1919 to 1939. Halecki became one of the most important specialists in the East European uh, history, in the history of the uh, Polish-Lithuanian Commonwealth and in the history of uh, in the history of the church. But he was not a person of uh, a cabinet, a cabinet scholar. He was not a cabinet scholar only. Uh, he uh, was very active also in the public activity of the new uh, Poland, in the service for new Poland. Uh, due to the lack of time, I will mention only two 
uh, episodes in his life, which are very important in my opinion. When the Paris Peace Conference worked in Paris in 1919, Polish uh, government, Polish Ministry for Foreign Affairs, decided to send to Paris uh, a number of uh, experts, especially historians, lawyers, uh, geographs, etc., to support the Polish delegation at the peace uh, conference deliberations. And it was the reason to organize so-called uh, so uh, Bureau Prac Congressowych, Bureau of the Congress Works. And Halecki was the secretary general of this uh, think tank, of this uh, center of uh, experts in the service for Polish delegation, which was presided by Prime Minister Paderewski and Roman Domowski, the leader of national democracy. Uh, in this center, of course, I mean Bureau Prac Kongresowych, uh, there were not only uh, there was not only Halewski, but uh, we can see also many other renowned Polish historians like Stanisław Kuczeba or uh, Władysław Konopczyński, Franciszek Bujak, etc. And second episode, which cannot be neglected, is Halewski's service to the League of Nations. League of Nations, uh, as we know, it was a universal organization promoted by American President Woodrow Wilson and organized after the adoption of the Versailles Peace Treaty with Germany. And uh, officially, League of Nations started its activity at the beginning of 1920, when the uh, Versailles Treaty was ratified by great powers. Uh, Halecki uh, entered uh, to the service of the League of Nations in a special domain I mean intellectual cooperation, so-called intellectual cooperation. Uh, this intellectual cooperation was de facto some kind of promotion of the peaceful rapprochement between uh, conflicted nations by culture and science. Culture and science were um, the means of uh, any attempts to reproach conflicted nations in this time. Uh, in the Institute of Intellectual Cooperation, which was uh, placed in the capital of France, in Paris, we had not only Halecki, but also many other eminent personalities. Albert Einstein, a philosopher, French, French philosopher uh, Henri Bergson, and Polish uh, Polish uh, uh, great figure of uh, uh, science, uh, I mean Maria Skodowska-Kiri. This was uh, very important, uh, in my opinion, for Poland to have such personality like Halecki in the international movement for uh, intellectual cooperation. Let me, let me say one word more I think that uh, for Halecki, League of Nations uh, was a, a very important, a very important uh, institution in the international uh, in the international work. Uh, Halecki uh, affirmed 
the League of Nations program, I mean especially the idea of the peaceful resolutions of the conflicts. Secondly, international uh, arbitration and collective security. And last but not least, uh, all efforts to promote disarmament, this disarmament between, uh, between the members of the League of Nations. Uh, for Halecki, there was no contradiction between so like idea as League of Nations was and uh, Christ Christian idea of the peace, Christian idea of the peace. This is, uh, this is in my opinion, uh, the question of uh, uh, cardinal importance. At the, at the end of 1920s, Halecki uh, started the work on the new topic in his uh, academic activity. I mean the work on the great problem of the unification of the church. These efforts, uh, efforts leading to the uh, reunification of the church were very popular in the late medieval uh, era. Uh, Christendom was divided after the Eastern schism in the uh, middle of 11th century, and we had efforts to reunify the church, to unify uh, the Western Catholic Church and Eastern Orthodox Church under the, uh, under the Roman pontiff and uh, uh, with the with the acceptance uh, of all Eastern traditions like uh, different liturgy and different canon law. This was the um, general idea of uh, papal, uh, papal uh, vision of the union of the church. Uh, councils in Lyon, uh, 1274, and Council of uh, Florence, uh, 1439, uh, proclaimed, however unsuccessfully, the union of the church. Haleski started to work on it, and he uh, prepared a first work on it in French, Empereur de Byzance à Rome, 21 de travail pour l'union des églises. It was published in Warsaw in 19. Uh, 30 in English, uh, emperor, uh, Byzantine Emperor in Rome, 20 years of the work for union of the churches. He continued this uh, great problem for the, uh, for the history of the church until uh, 1956, when in uh, Rome he published a synthesis of this problem I mean the work from Florence to Brest. It was published in English, and in uh, some years ago, it was translated into Polish. This was the synthetical account, synthetical, uh, synthetical study of the idea of uh, the union of the church and all diplomatic and political 
and ecclesiastical efforts to uh, promote successfully this idea in uh, in in the uh, centuries uh, in uh, in so so important centuries for the church like uh, 13th century 14th century 15th century etc and especially 16th century when the union uh, of Brest was uh, proclaimed in Poland in Polish-Lithuanian Commonwealth. For Halecki, Brest was a significant, significant contribution. Union of, the, uh, of Brest was a significant contribution to the idea of the reunification of the church. He defended always, uh, he always defended this, uh, uh, this uh, uh, institution, uh, and it was it was cardinal. Uh, cardinal for him to defend to defend this um, effort of the king uh, Sigismund third in the realities of uh, the end of 16th century the next uh, problem in Halecki's life in the interwar era uh, is uh, his contribution to the discussion of histo of historians on the historical identity of the East Central Europe. East Central Europe is typical Halecki's notion uh, which he introduced to the uh, historical sciences. Let me say that Halecki was against two notions which are which were very popular in the international uh, historical discussions and international uh, debates uh, in this time uh, on which we are speaking now. First of all, Halecki uh, was against the simple division of Europe into two sectors, Western Europe and Eastern Europe, because it denies, it denies the historical identity of these regions which are of special importance for us, for Poland. I mean East Central Europe. Poland is not a country of uh, Eastern Europe. It is uh, a country uh, of East Central Europe. And secondly, Halecki was against a very popular notion of Central Europe. Central Europe is, is the favorite notion in Bohemia and Hungary, but for Halecki it was not enough uh, to use this notion in explaining the historical identity of uh, our region of Europe. He promoted another, another notion, East Central Europe. Halecki started this discussion at the, at the Congress, International Congress of Historical Sciences in Brussels in 1923 and continued in the next Congresses and he ended this discussion publishing in New York City in 1915 a book, Limits and Divisions in European History. Limits and Divisions in European History is a very important study for Halecki's, uh, for Halecki's contribution uh, to the historiography uh, in uh, the world. In this time when we are 
speaking, Halecki was uh, very active as, a, as an ambassador of Polish historical uh, sciences. I mean, especially uh, his activity in international uh, life of uh, historians. I mean, all congresses of historical sciences on which I um, mentioned today. Uh, congress in Brussels, in Oslo, five years later, Congress in Warsaw, 1933, Congress in Zurich, 1938, on which he was very active. He represented successfully Polish historical, uh, historical uh, society. Uh, let me say that not only Halecki should be mentioned here, but also two other professors. I mean, Bronisław Dębiński and I mean Marteli Handelsmann. Bronisław Dębiński was uh, devoted to the uh, idea of uh, promotion of Polish uh, historiography in the world, and Handelsmann also. Handelsmann belonged, uh, belonged not only to the uh, partners of Halecki in, uh, in this uh, activity, but also he contributed to the discussion on the historical identity of the East Central Europe. Um, in the last years before the catastrophal, catastrophal year 1939, Halecki published a synthesis of uh, the history of Poland. It's uh, firstly in French. In French, he uh, published a, a study, uh, La Pologne, uh, Histoire de Pologne, uh, uh, Essay historique uh, in 1933, and it was uh, lately uh, translated into other languages, uh, English, German, uh, Italian, etc. Uh, then, next topic on which uh, I should mention some words in Halecki's life, it was a discussion with the other eminent Polish historian Jan Dąbrowski. Jan, Dobro Jan Dąbrowski published in 1922 uh, a study on the Crusade of Varna, uh, 1444. Polish king, Władysław uh, I, the king of Poland and Hungary, decided to rapture the, the armistice with, with Turkey, and uh, it produced the battle for Varna and the uh, significant defeat of Polish-Hungarian army. Uh, the discussion on the reasons of this uh, action, of this, this crusade, uh, is uh, very, uh, very uh, controversial for uh, Polish, uh, and not only Polish historian, uh, Dombrowski condemned the diplomacy of Polish king. Uh, he argued that this armistice should have been kept in force, but Halecki argued contradictorily, saying that there was no armistice <laughs> the, because due to the lack of uh, sources, it is uh, not uh, easy to uh, to explain the realities, and Halecki argues, uh, Halecki argued that the decision of the king was not 
uh, what not contradictory with the uh, Christian principles uh, that there was no peace in Sagaden uh, in uh, 1444 and uh, he summarized, Saleh Halecki summarized his, uh, his views in the work The Crusade of Varna, a discussion of controversial problems, which was published uh, during the Second World War in 1943. Uh, the tragic September of 1939 was uh, a turning point in Halecki's life. He was in Switzerland in summer 1939. He tried to combine some kind of holidays with archival research. And uh, when the war uh, was started, he left Switzerland. Uh, arrival, arriving to uh, Paris. In Paris, he was in the disposition of Polish government and uh, General Sikorski, Polish prime minister uh, in the emigre government and Professor Stanisław Kot, renowned uh, historian of culture and uh, one of the most devoted collaborators of Sikorski, decided to request Halecki to be the rector of the Polish university abroad, which started its activity in uh, autumn 1939. But I think that this is a new chapter uh, in Halecki's life, and I will conclude saying four remarks. Uh, uh, in, I will conclude my lecture in four remarks. First of all, uh, there is um, um, a, uh, there is a very important uh, heritage of Halecki for today, in the time of the crisis of Christ, uh, Christianity, the crisis uh, of the Church. Uh, for Halecki, there was no Europe without Christianity, without Christian heritage, without Christian civilization. This is the key uh, point uh, of view in Halecki's uh, vision of the history. And it is very important for us today. Secondly, for Halecki, the Intermarium project was very important. Halecki was not, not uh, arguing in the uh, political domain. Uh, Halecki did not, uh, did not use political, political uh, ideas, but he was devoted to the idea of Intermarium as a large project unifying different nations between Russia and Germany. And uh, this uh, vision was uh, uh, associated with his conception of the East Central Europe. The next remark, uh, Poland uh, in Halecki's view was the candidate uh, for the role of the organizing factor in the 
politics of East Central Europe in the constellation of powers between Germany and Russia, between these two uh, geopolitical factors. Without Poland, there is no uh, free uh, intermarium, uh, intermarium uh, um, uh, there is no free intermarium uh, uh, sphere. And last but not least, uh, the Jagiellonian Commonwealth experienced in the history of Poland and not only of, uh, of Poland as a good example of coexistence of different nations and different confessions in the common state. This is the reason of uh, uh, good memory uh, of Jagiellonian idea in Polish and European history. And I think uh, this is one of the most important uh, views of Professor Halecki as historian of uh, uh, Europe and Poland in the modern era. Thank you very much.